biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people. <laughs> Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Palabak. Whole pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Woo-wee! We got a wet and wild one today, everybody. Guys, if you're not in the universe that is beautiful Maui, in case you don't know, now you know, listener. It rained, and I'm mad about it. Yeah. Today's episode is going to be ranting and raining on how I left my sunroof open. Oh, no. And how my entire life is unprepared for rain to ever happen. And I'm very mad and a little moldy. The entire island is unprepared for even the concept of rain. They're like, we built all these hotels and on the wetlands, and now when it rains, it floods. Who would have predicted this? And like, everyone's like, who knows? There's so many like out- global restaurants that have outdoor seating, yeah. and then when it rains... They're like, what they're is like, happening? They're like, what are we going to do? Yeah. People can't sit outside. doesn't make sense. They're like, um, can I have an umbrella with my drink? You ever try driving when it's raining? Nobody knows how to drive in the They're rain. They're like, what do I do with my feet? <laughs> Good morning, like, Aloha, guys. Traffic just comes to a standstill. Yes. Yes. You're like, well, I can't drive. There's yeah. water. And the speed limit is 45 miles an hour for a straight <laughs> seven-mile run. What am I going to do? It sounds reckless. <laughs> ah! You got it dialed on in with the Biscuit Boys on Biscuit Boys Nation, baby. That's right. You're listening to KAKU 88.5, the voice of truth, the voice of reason, the voice of gravy. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We broadcast live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater every Wednesday at 11 a.m. And we are rebroadcasted live on the wonderful world of BiscuitWars.com. <laughs> Well, that's somewhat true. Genius. But we're also simulcast live on TV on Channel 55. <laughs> so if you're at your house listening to the radio, flip on Channel 55. You can watch us right on live TV. Hey. Flip it up, yo. We're waving to you at home. How's and it going? What, and what do they call it when they play more than one biscuit show in a row? That's the biscuit block. That's the biscuit Whoa. block, baby. Boop. My friend uh, Luis is probably at home watching hey, on Luis. the Biscuit Block. Luis. Hey, how's it going? Choo-hoo. So today's show is also brought to us by Venture Physical Therapy. Venture Physical Therapy. So hello, Ted Anderson. Ted Anderson, where he are you? He's never, doing the Lord's work, yeah, baby. He's never watched an episode of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Not even when he's here. <laughs> but he's one of our greatest supporters. So yes. we want to thank you there, Ted. And don't forget that uh, you can check out all of our past episodes. If you look us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Sti- no, Stitcher's gone. RSS feeds. RSS feeds. No, I don't think we're on there. Yeah, Amazon Music. Yeah, we are. Amazon. Well, RSS feed. Well, <laughs> we're mostly Spotify. RSS feed is what BiscuitWars.com redirects you to. She to the who. Um, but yeah, just look up Biscuits and Gravy 808. And you can listen to us. Biscuitwars.com. Or go to Biscuitwars.com. You can listen to all of our past episodes commercial-free. Isn't that great? What a great mm-hmm. deal, right, Shane? That's a great deal. You guys ever see those... <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of great deals, prime water. Hey, it, it hydrates you, dude. It, okay. <laughs> we got Warning Logan Paul here on the show today. hydration. <laughs> you know how, like, dogs can hit those buttons that'll be like, treat, treat. Right. Treat. My dog? That's what it feels like with you in that thing, yeah. dude. <laughs> Actually, I tried to. I tried to buy. I actually bought a set of those to like train my dog. Oh, it's like. But my my dog is now to train my wife. (laughs) Take out the trash. Take out the trash. (laughs) No, to to train my dog, and 
the thing is, my dog is like afraid of anything that makes sounds. Yes. So <laughs> not a fan of me. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck is my dog's mortal enemy. <laughs> We're rivals, baby. When she hears Chuck, like before Chuck is like getting out of his car, she starts barking because she's like Chuck's near. <laughs> she can hear Chuck like approaching the house. Most people, she has to wait till they knock on the door to start barking. She, yeah, as soon as chuck is like in the vicinity chuck pulls up he's like singing to, along to queen on the radio and my my dog's like uh-oh <laughs> my dog got the dog treat thing too and uh not smart enough i don't think likes finding them but i teach her to do paw and she gives me a high five when i say paw okay so i'm doing it lower and lower and i can get her to hit the ground when i ha- like i treat her to hit the ground but i'm trying to get her to teach her i want to make her learn there was the the one dog it was like a terrier or something like that and they had like 40 different buttons and the dog was forming like Complete sentences. Yeah, it was I can't wild. Even play Simon says. Yeah, <laughs> you can't even form complete sentences. No, I can't even form complete colors. <laughs> oh oh wow. man, I'm angry at the rain. More on that later. Mm. I, I like watching movies and TV shows. Ooh, we're gonna talk about the good side. Yeah. of rain. Later. I've been playing Mario 3D World, Whoa. and so it it was a perfect opportunity to stay inside all day and not go out at mm. all. Yeah, I just dropped acid and listened to a lot of Radiohead. It was great. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend it. A little bit of Wilco in there. Doo, doo. Mm, I had some of those Snickerdoodle cookies that you gave me. Oh, my me. God. The Snickerdoodle cookies? Yeah. I had a Snickerdoodle cookie They're They're edibles. So each one is like 10 milligrams. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you just pop a couple of those. And they taste so good, too. The oh, Snickerdoodle wow. flavor. Mm. What is a Snickerdoodle? Well, they put smiles and doodle into everything they make. Because Snickers is like chocolate and peanut butter and caramel. Yeah. But Snickerdoodle. No, Snickerdoodle, it's really just like cinnamon and sugar, right? Shane, is there any connection between Snickers it's a sugar and Snickerdoodle? Cookie with like cinnamon, more cinnamon and sugar in it. What's the definition of a Snicker? A Snicker is usually a Snicker a is like a, a laugh. It's like a <laughs> That's Is that a Snicker? A Snicker is is it's like more of a silent. It's more like the facial yeah, thing you make with a laugh. Like no, a I, th- I think a snicker is verbal. Snickered? I think he a snicker has a has a verbal component to it. I mean, scoff has a verbal component. Well, scoff is like a ha. Oh. But it's, it's also <laughs> more body language than anything. A sc- I scoff in your general direction. I scoff in your general direction. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> your mother Whoa. was a hamster. It's a half-suppressed, scornful laugh. We're optimist pessimist, baby. It's half-suppressed. I was going no, you were going yes. One okay. more time. It's half suppressed. And scornful. Scornful. So a snicker is scornful. It's scornful, so baby. So it's like a, a half suppressed <laughs> laugh with a, a little bit of a scoff a thrown bit, in. A little bit of scorn. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a scoff, uh, just a sousson of scoff. <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> I just love saying the word scoff. Huh. Scoff. All righty. So speaking of this scoffing, right? When you drink champagne, do you drink it in a tall flu or do you oh drink it God. in a wide flu? Or do you put it in your butt? We are going to talk about that later, and I'm so okay. excited. So this, all right, right before we came on the radio, mm, I, saw came some, on the radio. I saw something online, and it was uh, a glass champagne flute beer bong. So it was like a, mm-hmm. a glass champagne. It was like a regular champagne glass, and then it has like a, a glass straw that comes out. You're making the sexiest hand symbols right at now. At a man. 90 degree angle. Yes. So you can like beer bong champagne. Mm-hmm. Now, 
My well, question is, is it is champagne too carbonated to beer bong? But I mean, bong, like beer is carbonated, but is champagne more carbonated I mean, than beer? Yeah. It feels you like can, it. Yeah. You can do Miller, and that's the champagne of beers. Miller, <laughs> right? yeah, shan- it, it is. Now, Miller, high like, life. All right. Now, I don't, Only I don't if you're know. drinking high life, right? But like Prosecco, like, I mean, some champagne's going to be bubbly, but let's say it's like a Corbel you opened up 20 minutes ago. Should you be beer bonging wine? I feel like that's asking for like Actually, alcohol poisoning. Funneling, funneling wine, especially boxed wine, like fishtail or something. Ooh, baby, not Oof. yellowtail. Fishtail. Fish. It's, it's actually a step up. Fishtail. Fish. Yeah. Okay. Fish. It's a good boxed wine. Fish eye, maybe. There we go. Fish eye. Fish eye. Yeah. I've never heard of either. It's of a those. good boxed wine. Huh. Yeah. I know All what right. you're saying. Boxed wine, like a good, bo- but good like boxed mashed potatoes. But there are good boxed so mashed you, potatoes. So you're like drinking, you're like putting your mouth right up to the box wine tap? Yeah. Because box wines have that little tap mm-hmm. that you press, right? And then you just open your gullet and you so, little shoots and ladders down in your tummy tum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We used to do that that's, at that's not, band practice. It's not palatable if you drink it. Now, there's actually other ways to get drunk faster other than it. And that goes back to the beer bong. Are beer bongs really made to beer bong them in your mouth? Or beer bongs made and champagne bongs made. Well, first of all, you shouldn't be putting anything made of glass in your butt. But the question is... Hold up! No! Have you even seen any of Della Banger videos? All right, so this is like a glass tube, though. Blondie had that song! It's something that can can be broken easily. Yeah, you can't risk that. Like Like a solid, heavy glass, yes, like dildo or something. Well, obviously, that makes sense. All right. Makes because a that's, lot of that's sense. not like going to thick, thick. <laughs> but you're, you're saying like, like the one that you have material. at your house, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, material. Yeah, okay. That, yeah, but I'm talking like something. Those like, are treasures. Something hollow or like fragile, like okay. a light bulb. Yeah. Did you ever see the the ah, X ray of the guy with the light bulb in his butt? There was a guy. How did he not, get it in there? It was not a good idea. Well, how did you get? <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding. There was a guy on island. The guy here had his head up his butt. Who got a fork inside there? Ooh, yeah. I got an ultrasound last week, and I asked the lady. Don't we'll work our way back. I got an ultrasound, and I was like, "What's the weirdest thing you've seen inside someone? A fork? A fork here in town? A fork? Yeah." The guy got nervous and swallowed it. Whoa. Wait, wait, it came from the front? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. It didn't. It didn't. It went all the way through. <sighs> that raises even more questions. <laughs> How? Sorry. Uh, now, which way was it facing? I, I was it tines up. I'm thinking. Yeah, the forks <laughs> up. Otherwise, I, I don't think it'll come out right. Yeah. I, I feel like I it would shred your intestine if it's going fork first. Yeah, fork first, you're gonna be sliced all the way through. But how do you swallow something fork back? <laughs> now, so I think well, first of all, that guy was that guy did not swallow the fork. Stomach prong first, right? No, that guy did not swallow the fork. He put it in his butt, and then he said that he got nervous and swallowed it because he didn't want to admit that he put the fork in his butt. I guess the only way to tell would be which way the fork was facing because if it was I don't know though. I feel right? like that like it would plow your intestines. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a good <laughs> like thing. an oxen. Maybe it's like the new metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> clear maybe it would clear a path. Yeah. What was that thing it's that like, you sent like, me about the the pill, like, the forever it like pill? Rifles your bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can plant seeds for the next yeah. the next crop. Oh, so I sent you this. So in the in the Middle Ages, people would uh, 
have this forever pill, and it was a piece of metal that if you had upset stomach, you would swallow the metal, and your body would eventually poop it out, right? And so you would then give it to the next person, and so it was like a forever pill. So it was like shaped kind of like a butt plug. Yes. And and you would just swallow it, and I guess the intent is that it goes through your intestines and kind of like plows through them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kinda, plows the fields. Kind of clears it out a little mm-hmm. bit. But I don't want to be the second guy to use the pill. Best case scenario, you're the second guy to use the pill. You're probably like the 80th. Yeah, generational. Yeah. Your grandfather swallowed this pill. And I'll swallow this pill and, after. And now, boy, it's your turn. Your, your kids will swallow this pill. Your kids, long, kids. Long after I'm gone. How many times do you think it would? I mean, like, seriously, over a 200-year period, how many times do you think it would be swallowed through? Because Middle Ages. Well, if you put champagne in your butt, would that help? Would, like, the carbonation help break up the stuff inside? I, it's like you put, um... Like, when you, you get an enema, yeah, they okay. squirt the water up there. Or not a, uh, a colost... I mean, I know what, what colostomy is. Colon... Colonoscopy. No, not no, a colonoscopy. colonoscopy. What's the, the one juice? where they put the water up your butt and That's then they an vibrate? Enema. No, it's they a colonic. A colonic. colonic. Okay. okay, so a colonic, like a like an ice-cold pina colonic. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can do it. You can do cold coffee as well. That gets you jazzed. Oh, that'll that'll get you. Ooh, baby, that gets you jazzed. Oh man, city. that's a lot of caffeine. But mm. a colonic, they put water up your butt, and then I guess they put like a plug in it, and then you kind of like shake it up. They shake you like a paint can. They like vi- <laughs> yeah, they vibrate you like a paint can, and that's supposed to like break everything up. So if you if you did it with champagne, is that kind of like denture cleaners? Is that going to get all the and all the gunk off. And when they take the plug out, it's like you won like a finals game. It's just wow. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's like getting all the tickets at skeet ball, right? It just comes out all at once. This guy's paying off. I don't think my bowels need more cleansing. I think they're already cleansed. What? No, they probably my, need the most cleansing. My bowels have been been like blessed by Saint John. They've just been cleansed all day, Be, like people's hydro flasks. <laughs> like they've never been. They've just got like mold on the side of them. Uh, Guys, clean your clean your reusable water bottles. Camelbacks. No one ever cleans camelbacks. Or you bring in wine one time at a music festival, and now it tastes like like boxed wine the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Somebody's doing the Tour de Francia. Yeah. And then that's like <laughs> the slowest way to drink the wine, and you get all the plastic, and you can never get it out. So uh, we just got texted, please don't boo champagne. <laughs> Who texted that? It's Corky? Corky. Yeah, of course. Well, you know Corky. what? Corky, don't knock it till you try it. That's my New Year's resolution, is to not knock it till I try it. Mm. Did you ever eat like edibles because you're hungry? Yeah, wrong thing to eat because yeah. then that only exacerbates. It makes the you more hungry. Yeah, but that's how you know you like you really enjoy marijuana when you're like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. What's it, what is there to eat? Oh, I don't have any actual food, but I do have this weed brownie. <laughs> well, when you eat weed brownies on an empty stomach, that's when you get the most lit. That's what I yeah. love. I'm on keto this month. So when I ate some snickerdoodles last night, not only did it taste really great because I've only been eating hummus for two weeks, but because I got lit city after 15 grams. <laughs> Gorky texted me, tushy. Oh, wait, that's touche. Ah! Tushy is where you put the champagne. All right. Oh, yeah. Do you guys ever freak out on edibles still? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't, sometimes I wonder if well, it's too much Well, didn't you, didn't you ha- give me an edible that was like 100 milligrams or something one time? That sounds right. I still have 100 milligram that you gave me. It's I, in the fridge, and I look well, at it every I, time. I took that 100 milligram edible, and I broke it. No, I cut it up into like four pieces. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You, you got to like, 
I'm, we're not Chino LaForge here. We're not. <laughs> yeah. What did Chino say that he took on a plane like a 500 milligram edible? That guy is. He's a Viking. That, yeah. If I took 500 grams, you, <laughs> Very could high me, Viking. you could put me in like a dog cart and send me to New Zealand <laughs> if it exists. <laughs> I won't even know. Like a Looney Tunes I character, took, like just put yeah. you in a crate and ship me to New Zealand. I took two Benadryls <laughs> once, and I fell asleep from the tarmac at JFK to the tarmac in Shenandoah. I woke up in Ireland with my hands still in my armpits. I think I would have a panic attack. You're just in your crate hitting treat, <laughs> treat, 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 edible, edible. I'd, I'd rather be in a, a crate than to deal with people. Let's be able to stand up during it. Restroom. <laughs> Yeah. You can just go in your crate, right? Yeah, you just go in the yeah, crate. you go in the crate. Yeah, just get That's, slapped around a little bit. Yeah, it's because, <laughs> you have the, the perfect excuse yeah. for soiling yourself. I'm in a crate. Yeah. I'm in a crate, and I'm going to pee where I want, <laughs> poop where I want, and there's nothing you can do about it. Also, you know what? Speaking of Vikings... Oh, we were talking about AIDS last week. You want to do a follow-up junction? I would love to do a follow-up junction on KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Gravy. We're talking, uh, cooking a comedy, and we're cooking up quite a fun episode in our studio kitchen. I'm joined by comedians Vince Fodi and Shane And today we are... Speaking of which, stop plugging the prime water. <laughs> like, I feel like that's something that's kind of easy to rip on. But you know what? If you like it, which, then, you know, I'm not going to yuck your yuck. Try the ice pop one, dude. Ice pop. It's good. All right. Maybe when I'm off keto, I'll do the, I'll do the oh, ice pop. Oh, you're on keto right now. Yeah. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly underwritten by... It's a January thing. I, for, during the holidays, uh, I go full ham. <laughs> like yeah, I, I, I go, I mean, he eats a, ham a lot every of ham. Day. Yeah. I go, I go wild during the holidays. So then, January first, it's a good time. The holidays are over. It's a perfect time to kind of like try to see how much self control you can have for mm. a month. I've been bad this month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been having, you know, I don't know. What's the longest you've ever gone without eating sugar? <laughs> you know, I was going to say something dirty, but I wasn't. You know, I don't know if I've ever taken a break from sugar. Yeah. Sugar, it's hard because sugar's in everything. Yeah. It's in all the good stuff. Anything that ends with oats is sugar. Yeah. Sucrose. Mm. Sucrose, glucose. Fructose. Glucose, fructose. Who, who knows fructose, right? Corn! How does that even work? I think they're lying to us. There's a lot of myths around corn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very scorned about it. I wish Wait. I was a corn farmer. Cause, mm. Like, could you imagine getting paid to not grow stuff? Right. How awesome that would be. Yeah. Lousy farmers. Mm. Well, it would be like, you know, if you were in charge of something in Maui, you'd be paid to not do your job, too. It's... <laughs> right? Got him. All right. Um, but, like, the the whole farmer thing, it sounds like something that the mafia would be doing. Yeah. It's it, like, oh, sounds like you guys got a lot of corn. Be a shame if someone were to come along and grow more corn. The government's like, no, no, no. Here, I'll give you money. Just don't grow any more corn. You know, 40% of corn doesn't even go towards food, right? I think it all goes towards being turned into high fructose corn syrup. There's high fructose corn syrup. And Nobody eats corn to, anymore. Besides the cows. Cattle. And then it goes to cattle. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like less And they, than they also are it. eating a lot of soy. And then like. And that's why they're so feminine nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those cows are <laughs> some big movies. Back in the day. Yeah. When I was a kid, cows were. Bulls. <laughs> All milk is soy milk. Yeah. Ooh. Whoa. Because they're eating so much soy. Transitive property, bro. And um, margarine or what's the, what's the name of that? Oat 
That Mar- weird grain thing. Margarum? Margarum. Margarum? It's margarine. Margarine? <laughs> there, that grain? Margarine? <laughs> okay. Today's show is brought to us by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning state's evidence. Today's show Got is em. underwritten in part by Jackie Gleason's Creasons, the best in celebrity dry cleaning since 1955. Jackie Gleason's Creasons, his prices will send you straight to the moon. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough, because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. And Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules get unencumbered with Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Sorghum was what I was thinking of. Sorghum. Sorghum. No one knows what sorghum is. It's very gummy. But it's there. And it makes you sore from chewing it. It's sorghum. Sorghum? Hmm. Interesting. That's when you eat, like, Doritos and they stab the roof of your mouth and you have sore gums. I get, you like the 3D Doritos? They're so good, dude. 3D? 3D, yeah. They're like... Dude, like 3D Doritos. They, do they like, still make they're them? They're like Big's Chex Mix, but Doritos kind of. No, wait. Do they still make 3D Doritos? I don't know. All right, so check this out. 3D uh, Doritos. It, you buy you buy a pack of 3D Doritos and a pack of gummy bears. You bite the top off of the 3D Dorito. So you got like this little Dorito cup. You take the gummy bear and you put it inside the 3D Dorito. Okay, and Dahmer. Then, and then you eat the whole thing. <clears throat> Whoa. It's really? unbelievable. You get wow. the crunchy, the saltiness from the cheese. Does it have to be inside? And then inside you get the it? sweet it and, has the, to be and the chewy it. from the gummy bear. Yeah. Oh, man. You, you can't get them together. It has to go inside, right? Yeah. Right, I, I read this in a magazine when I was in like seventh grade when 3D Doritos were at their height. And then I, I went home and tried it, and it was the most amazing like culinary experience. Little twelve year old Vincey Poo <laughs> just like scrolling through it, and you're like, Shark Tail cures cancer. Wait, what's this? What's that? gummy bears <laughs> biting? The, I kid. The article said bite off the head, and then bite off. The, no, and then you don't stick bite it. off the head of the gummy bear. You bite off oh. the top of the 3D Dorito. I was, I was imagining like you going on a, like like Ozzy Osbourne style with a little no. bear. Okay, no. Now I I got your double dog dare you too. Nineties version. Wait, why was I only twelve in seventh grade? Because <laughs> you add five to whatever grade. Is that you're how? In. Is that how that works? Usually, yeah. Unless you stayed back. Did you stay back, brother? No. You were dyslexic Wait, in kindergarten. Twelve? No. I was the oldest kid in my class. In seventh grade. Maybe in the beginning of seventh grade, I thought I was like. You were thirteen. Like you probably graduated or? at thirteen. I don't know. What? Since I was you born in since I was born in March, I am I was on the older side of the kids in my class because hmm. I was born right at the beginning of where the cutoff is for grades. People who are born in like January, February, March are usually the oldest kids in their class. Mm-hmm. One time we had a kid named Ferret come from Britain, ooh, and he was three years younger than us. But they're like he's advanced, so they put him in our class. And he was not advanced, dude. No, people just think anything with a British accent. It was just an actual ferret. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sneezing a lot at school. (laughs) I think I'm allergic to the new kid. Yeah, like I knew British people were ugly, but I didn't know they were that hit. (laughs) Yeah, they heard his accent. They're like, "Oh, he's so smart." All right, so do Vikings have AIDS? Can we talk about it? So, according to a study, one percent of Northern Europeans, uh, originally from Scandinavians, ooh. Are immune to getting AIDS. What? They carry a genetic mutation. 1% of all Scandinavian ancestors have this weird genetic mutation that makes them completely immune to getting AIDS. And then about 10% of people with Scandinavian ancestry have a mutation that allows them to be somewhat immune to it. If they don't have the full immunity like the the 1% do. 
But they do have a really good immunity to it where they can fight it off. That's awesome, dude. I'm Which done with crazy. condoms. I like so that they, Vikings they, <laughs> literally fight it off. Like, I imagine their little, like, blo- Viking they're, they're, white blood cells. They have little white, like, with beards yeah, and, like, the horns. Flying and a in axe. like Wagner and just, like, attacking the AIDS cells. AIDS be gone! And they're just hitting it with axes. This is them getting ready. They're taking mushrooms before they fight the AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they said that the the Scandinavians wow. originally developed a mutation, and then it got spread through the Vikings, and Whoa. that's why it's now in like Northern Europe and and people with Viking ancestry. Where some people are the opposite care, care. and are more prone to get it. Like if you bang at a truck stop, you're really like yeah, get people AIDS. who bang at truck truck stops. That's, that's very what often. Ronald Reagan said, and so I based my entire worldview off of what this old man said 40 years ago. Also, uh, in a jam. Just means like a jam is just like a tight situation. I don't get why it would mean. I don't understand the le- why it, it means- just comes from like a tight situation because oh, like you, you jam put, yeah. stuff in. Were you yeah, thinking you jelly do. or what? Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between jelly and jam? Seeds get your uh, mind out of the gutter, Shane. But the actual origin of the phrase jam, meaning like a tight situation or to like smash stuff together, apparently no one knows. Hmm. I did some. I did corner. some research. So this is Etymology Corner with Vince. You painted Bode. yourself into an Etymology Corner. Yes. Uh, and so it turns out that no one knows. It might come <laughs> from like an early English chomp, but that's the closest we're gonna get. No one hmm. really knows. Also, Mad Honey. Yeah. Comes from. Bees, which pollinate the rhododendron ferns. Rhododendron, I was way off. Uh, which is rhododendrons are, are a larger group of certain ferns. Uh, they have some flowers, which are very pretty. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, they're very popular in Nepal and Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they grow all over the place there. And when bees make honey from the pollen of rhododendron ferns, it's a little bit on the redder side. It's a little bit bitter, but it makes you trip and hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Usually kind of like in a more unpleasant way. Like, uh, do you know anyone who's ever actually like taken morning, weed? Like morning glory seeds? No, morning glory seeds just has like LSD in it. Or it's like LSA, like a compound that's found in LSD. So it's so doing morning glory seeds will make you sick because they specifically coat them with a thing that makes you sick so yeah, that people yeah, don't grind yeah. them up and take them. But yeah. if you grind them up, you and, grow your own and you make like seeds. a mash or whatever out of them. It's, it's going to be similar to an acid trip. Huh. I don't. Whereas something like because it's still like a hallucinogen uh-huh. versus something like Jimson weed has alkaloids in it, which is more of a deliriant. Yeah. So it doesn't make it you down. trip. It just makes you like crazy and panicky. Ooh. Sounds fun. It makes <laughs> it's like del, like actual delirium, like hell's bells and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which I think Jimson weed and hell's bells are the same thing. But on the East Coast, they call them Jimson Weed. On the West Coast, they call it Hell's Bells. Yeah, it's like Best West and Hot Hells. Hell's Bells! Best Western Be- and Hellman's. Best Yet? Be- no, no, no. Best Western is a hotel okay, chain. Okay, what's the, the mayo? <laughs> it's Best Yet. Best Yet? No! Yeah, Hellman's? it's called Best Yet. And be- what? Best Yet? Yeah. Although, Best Yet does have... A slightly higher sodium content. We've covered this in the Biscuits and Gravy We show. have talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is underwritten in part by Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House. Don Couch of South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Don't sleep on the couch. And also Robert Redford's Red Furs. For the best red fur trees, they're the natural choice. 
and by David Spade Spades. Let Joe Dirt help you with yo dirt. Very good. Uh, now, Chuck, I would be remiss if we didn't get to a subject that you wanted to get to last week and we didn't have time for. Thank you. Goat sex. Would goat. you have goat? Would you have ah. sex? Chuck posed this question last week, and we didn't have time to dive into it. I know a lot about goat sex. <laughs> Resident goat sex expert Shane Nelson. Goat sexpert. Goat sexpert. <laughs> Shane Nelson. Hashtag sexpert on the show today. <laughs> so Shane what is, is here. Goat weed? The Let's reason we the reason we brought Shane on the show is to talk about goat sex this week. Let's talk about so goat sex. Is it baby? true that goat sex happens when they just kind of? They just run up and yeah. jam it in. So, <laughs> jam. Ram, they, ram it in, hey, if you will. Ram, ram jam, baby. They have a red rocket, kind of like a dog, but okay. it's about a foot long. Whoa. And it, wow. it comes out, and they line up, and then they run full speed. One ram in, they drop their thing, and then they're done. Okay. That's, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I've seen it. I lived on a oh, goat wow. farm. What's the. Wait, you lived it? on a goat farm? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we grew weed, but we had goats. <laughs> That okay. Like cover up. <laughs> and like, here's the thing: is the goats also they pee in their beards to like attract the chicks, you know? Same. So like, you'll yeah. be like, Chuck does the same thing. Yeah. Same. yeah. You'll be in the garden like tending to the flowers, and then you'll smell pee, Ooh. and then you know that there's a goat behind you. Like, about oh no! <laughs> Protect your butthole. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so I heard goat, but that, that sounds really dangerous. Well, the, also, yeah, first of all, I want to say that like, it does give me some comfort that you worked at a place that had goats because if you were just like randomly an expert in goat sex that would be disconcerting yeah <laughs> but like wouldn't you be if you had a, a foot long red rocket wouldn't panic. you be afraid of it like getting bent like if you don't have perfect aim that could be well i think that's where the girls part comes in where i think it's kind of it's like a, a cone okay. okay like a like a champagne beer bomb are the women like you know, doing downward goat, trying to like get the angles better for the goats, or are the women no. just like chomping on alfalfa, alpha being like, you know, it would suck right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's more like. I'm it. really enjoying my single life. <laughs> These kids are annoying. I don't want any yeah. of them. I'm and actually then, gay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like men. <laughs> yeah, you're like this is why I don't go to clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but the question posed was, if you were a goat. And your wife was a goat? What was the question? Oh. All right, yeah. So if you were a goat, right? <laughs> yeah. And so you're like 50-50. You're 50% you, but you're 50% goat, right? You're definitely goat living, right? You're definitely... So, but so you're, your body is a goat. Your body is a goat. But, but mentally, you, you're you. Mentally, mentally you're, you're you. You're mostly you, right? You're like Zeus, right? Zeus was always like, I don't want to bang gods. I want to bang goats. And he turned himself into a goat. Did... It, is that true? Yeah, it's all the time. That's why Hera was so mad. She's like, Yo, I'm like a woman, a goddess, and you're banging goats. A very beautiful woman. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's good. So That's anyway, heresy. If you were if you were a goat and your significant bang mate was a goat <clears throat> and you banged like would you be, you know? Or to be wrong. If I was right. an animal, I would have would it be sex wrong? With the same animal. Are you wait, are I? you asking about the ethical ramifications yeah, of exactly. this? Exactly, yeah. So, remember, like, Sword in the Stone, when he gets turned into, like, a squirrel, right? He became part squirrel in it. Right. Like, he, you lose a little bit of your humanness. And so, the you're long- saying, like, is it morally wrong? Like, if you were cursed into being a goat uh-huh. and, uh, and, some, yeah. and like, a freaky, gypsy woman. You freaky Friday, right? You're a peeing gypsy on a woman goat, turns peeing you, on itself, you get struck by lightning, you're a goat. You and your wife both Would get turned into a goat. Would you bang your wife as a goat? Yeah, of course. It's not morally wrong if you're both goats. 
and you're married. If you're married, you can do anything. I've had sex with goats as a human. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not if being a goat is even better. So I was taking because you're tour, more compatible. I was taking a tour of that um, that cheese, the surfing goat dairy up there, mm-hmm. and they said that they is that keep, where this question came they from? Keep their goats <laughs> separate. Was there sexy goats and up there? The goats get very like. Gr- like pent enlarged, up. like grapefruit sized pent upness, and sometimes well, all the, they, their balls are always gigantic. They though. escape and they'll impregnate twenty six wild goats in a yeah. Well, they're not wild. There's like a goats that live around there and escape, and so now he has a goat problem. Oh, You're up in a big island. There's goats floating around, bro. That's true. If you go down the La Perouse, there's goats. There's goats. They're the Vikings of the animal kingdom. They don't <laughs> come in at night and just. Yeah, and Ooh. also I don't know if you guys heard about this. They just discovered that they can't get goat AIDS. Vikings goat, mm, Viking goats. <laughs> nope, they can't. <laughs> okay. Everyone, everyone knows this. Uh, also, there is a bacon tunnel. <laughs> okay, yes, there are bacon tunnels. So bacon tunnels, bacon tunnels, a real place. It's part way. of the Columbia Basin Project. Yes, more um, like Columbia Bison Project. The Columbia right? Basin Project was a giant like hydroelectricity. Uh, like public works project mm-hmm. in the Columbia Basin region of the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. And, Washington, uh, by the way, per which, capita gets um, most electricity from hydroelectricity more than any other state. That's that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, which Especially, is wild. Which is most of it comes from the Cooley Dam, mm-hmm. like a raspberry Cooley. Sounds yep. delicious. Ooh, yeah. Cooley Dam produces way more than that. That that Hoover Dam. Yeah, yeah. That that's just for show. Dam. It's just hiding the aliens. Uh, but um, yeah, part of part of that that Columbia Basin project included a giant tunnel that went into the mountain or something like that. And mm-hmm. that name of that tunnel is the Bacon Tunnel because they dug so far into the mountain they found bacon monsters. They Whoa. found bacon. Bacon. Bro. <laughs> we You're hit like, the mother load. It's <laughs> just bacon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You're> just like <laughs> they're drilling and then bacon starts shooting up out of the ground. Yeah, instead but, of coming out covered in dirt, they're covered in grease. <laughs> this is like a dream, dude. Instead of oil, it's just we pure grease. we ever find a bacon, bacon tunnel, grease. I just want to wheelbarrow it, you know? Oh, could you that'd guys, be fun. Could you guys hold my legs, and I could just like, in the bacon <laughs> You said the same thing about Pitzels. I, I know! I think you just want to be wheelbarrowed. I want to be like, wheelbarrowed Like Donkey food, Kong, baby. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a real bacon tunnel. It's also the bacon siphon. <laughs> There's like a bacon siphon network. Now you're talking about language, Which bro. you could make a bacon siphon if you had bacon straws. Which ties it all in, baby? Which ties it all together, what we were talking about last week, of you can take, if you could take bacon and mm-hmm. like seal it. It'd be earth friendly. On one side and mm-hmm. make a straw, then you could drink your drinks through a strip It'd of bacon. It'd be earth friendly. Whoa. I want bacon straws and it, everything. Corky would be very mad about a that. A Clamata with a bacon straw? Bacon straw oh. or Or like a bloody, or a bloody Caesar. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now we're just like Bloody Mary. Right now, we're pandering to the Canadian audience. Yeah. Right, all right, now but you know what? Caesars. Let's pander. How about a Bloody Maria? I don't know. About you ever put wasabi in it? You know what? I do pr- probably prefer tequila to yeah, to vodka. So Jeez. yeah, I'd get down with a Bloody Maria. Yeah, but to our non-Canadian listeners, a Bloody Caesar is a Bloody Mary, but with clamato instead of tomato juice. Mm-hmm. And it's something that Americans 
have never had. And I won't make my eggs basted for you. And it's yeah, <laughs> and it's something that Canadians, Canadians Canadians drink every day of their lives. They're like, well, in this country we do it this way, and I'm like, cool. That's a different continent that may or may not exist. No one knows what Canada really is. Also, Canadians, if you're listening, tip twenty percent. Mm. Mm. At least mm. the tax in Canada is fifteen percent. Canadians should be tipping twenty five percent to make up for all the other poor tips that the rest of the Canadians leave. Mm. So now Canadians, you're on watch. Start over tipping. Mm-hmm. I asked when I was in Canada last time. I asked them like, "Do you, you tip here?" And they're like, "Yeah, we tip here, twenty percent." Yeah, on top of the fifteen percent yeah. tax. Those moths. That's right. Uh, yeah, they they only tip poorly <laughs> when they're here because they think they can get away with it. As like, they're like, oh, they'll never know that we know how to tip. Okay, it's so, like, no, we know that you know how to tip. Yeah, knock it off. Take not tipping. It's because Canadians are cheap. Well, you know, they're also traveling, so it's nice of them to come here. Yeah, but at the same time, like, if you don't have money to tip, then you don't have money to go out to a fancy restaurant. I hear Canadians are cheap because of their Dutch influence, that Dutch people are, even though they're very colorful, they're very frugal. Really? Mm -hmm. Is that where going Dutch comes from? Yeah, exactly. And what's a Dutch door, it's like half and half, yeah? Or a Dutch oven. A Dutch oven. A Dutch oven. <laughs> it's keeps only, everything it's tight. It's a small oven. Yeah. It's uh, cheaper than mm-hmm. a regular oven. Yep. Mm-hmm. I heat my place with Dutch ovens. <laughs> a Dutch baby mm-hmm. is a very cheap baby yep, that just you can get at, at discount. Yeah. <laughs> a Dutch goat? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just look it up on Wayfair. You get a discount on a Dutch baby. So go- <laughs> what is goat weed? Is that like a real thing? Goat weed? Because you said you were growing weed and goats. No. He was separately. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. although i wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a strain of weed called the goat g-o-a-t because goat is a very popular term now and so like i could imagine like a cannabis cup winning strain being called goat og goat yeah Mm. isn't golden goat Goat that's i'm pretty sure gold goat's a strain is golden goat a strain pretty sure golden goat i'm pretty sure Mm. but it's an acronym is it G-O-A-T, no, it's, or no. it's like an actual golden goat? I think it's an actual goat. Isn't a golden goat just a goat that's covered in its own pee? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture of a goat with, like, pee in its beard. It yeah. was, like, straight-up yellow. Yeah, it, and it's so stinky. That oh. goat needs some to drink some prime water because it's not hydrated. Mm. Oedipus, dude. Well, if you eat... If you eat like asparagus, Oedipus. your pee. Is that was the smelly. name of the mean goat. There's he would like if you turned your back on Oedipus, on. he'd ram you, you every named... time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because did it... the goat want to have sex with its mom? Hot mom was the goat's <laughs> mom. Or was his name Ed and he liked to piss on himself? Mm. Ah, Ed, Ed I, I piss. Ed I piss. Mm-hmm. Mm, I didn't even think about that. I think it was more the Greek part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he killed his father. <laughs> yeah. Married his mother. All right. Libido booster for women, horny goat weed extract, 60 capulas, formerly lubedia. Thanks, Corky. <laughs> Thank- <laughs> Wait, was that something that Corky sent you, yep. or is that like a pop-up ad Screen on Pornhub? Mm-hmm. All right. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and This reminds me, do you have Meet Jacuzzi Adventures okay. on there? Oh, um... And then play taps, because I got a sad story for everybody. Oh, no. So sad. I had uh, I had a, a sous vide success. Did your sous vide die? Yesterday, and a sous vide failure. Sous vide success, a sous vide... When you some... came over my house, I was also sous vide something. It's the sous vide time of the year, baby. Yeah. I sous vide some pork butt with great success. 
Um, then I finished it off in a Dutch oven with a. <laughs> <laughs> but then I stinks. You're so cheap. I, I was gonna do a 20 hour uh, short rib sous vide, and I had it at 139 and a half, and the power went out last night. So I woke up covered in sweat. And my first thing was... Which is normal. Meat sweats. So I went outside, <laughs> and I grabbed my meat, and usually at 140, it kind of scalds my hand a little bit if I put it in there. I don't want to stick my hand in water that hot. Right. But I easily stuck my hand in, grabbed it in. I went to go chuck it in the fridge, and my wife goes, no, the power's out. Don't open the fridge. And I said, but I want to save the meat. And then I stopped for a minute, and I realized the meat had probably been turned off for over an hour, and yeah. it's the unsafe zone for meat. That happened to you before. It's happened to me before, and I what, don't want to happen what, to it again. What were you cooking last time? I did a, a 45-hour chuck roast at 135. Yeah. And um, you can't leave stuff out at it's 135. It's a great way to lose weight. You know, botulism is or, the new Ozempic. Super sick. I had... Especially this time you were doing chicken? I had... <laughs> <laughs> I had... No, what, uh, what were you doing this time? Uh, no, it was a short rib. It was beef short was a short rib. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it. sucks, man. For how how long was it out? I mean, one thirty nine and a half is already risky business, you know. Yeah, but it had probably dropped well below one thirty, and I had no idea when the power was going to come back on. So it wasn't like it was only going to get worse. Yeah, and I had it completely vacuum sealed, and I'm sure it would have tasted good. But I can't I can't go through Dude, those it again. those power outages messed up a lot of stuff. All right, you want to play a game, guys? I'd love yes. to. Yes. All right, so this is a game I've been saving until Shahane came back on the show. Oh, yeah. So I've been waiting a long time to have you on to play this game. This game today is brought to us by Lincoln's Links. Abe Lincoln loves sausage, and you will, too. Get thinking. Get Lincoln. What do you think sex was like with Abraham Lincoln? Sex with Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Well, he was a wrestler. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, he's he a really good could, wrestler. He could pin you easily. Ooh, baby. And a lawyer. Where do they think And a he rail comes... splitter. <laughs> so, yeah. Baby. So, while he's railing you, ooh, he will also ooh, split ooh. you in half. <laughs> so, be careful. Yeah. All right. Country divided cannot stand. So, bend over. So, this this game is a sequel to a game that we played with Rhonda. Oh, called yeah? The game that we played with Rhonda was called... Bible or Game of Thrones? Okay. Oh. And right. So this is the sequel to that. This is called Bible or Lord of the Rings. Wow. <laughs> all right, baby. Where I'm going to read you a name, mm. and you have to tell me if that is the name of a character from the Bible or a character from Lord of the Rings. It's about to be a Return of the King, baby. Shane, are you ready? I was listening to Pelinor Fields on the way here, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The first one is... Mahalalil. Bible. That is correct. Mahalalil is the son of Canaan, as Chuck knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lamech. Lord of the Rings. No, Lamech ah! was from the Bible. Shut All right. Down. Monway. Monway. Monway? Monway. Shit, I haven't heard of any of these names. Oh, Bible. Nope, that's Lord ah, of the Rings. I guess just stop answering. Monway is the brother of the Dark Lord Melkor. Oh my god. Yeah, Monway is one of the original one of the original gods. Arendil. That sounds like Lord, Lord of, of the Rings. Rings. Okay. That is Lord of the Rings. That is correct. Yeah. Finrod. Bible. Nope. Finrod. What? You're thinking of Nimrod. I am. Ah. 
Nimrod. Who's was Finrod? Ma- Finrod. Um, I'm not sure who Finrod was. Hmm. We'll look that up in a moment. Nimrod now means dum dum, but originally Nimrod was a good hunter. But Bugs Bunny was using it in spite the way people say like "nice he, job, Einstein." Because nobody got the reference, they all thought that Nimrod meant stupid, and now the term Nimrod means stupid. Whoa! Because people didn't catch the Nimrod reference from the Bible. They're the Nimrods. They're the real Nimrods, or the not. Anyway, okay. Halberad. Halberad. Bible. No, that was Lord Gosh. of the Rings. Halberad was a Dunedin Ranger. Meriadoc. Bible. Nope, that was Lord ah. of the Rings. Meriadoc is Mary's actual name. Really? Like Mary and Pippin? Whoa. Yeah, his full name is Meriadoc. Obed. Bible. That Yes, that's correct. Okay. Obed was the grandfather of David. Uh, Bethuel. Lord of the Rings. Bible. I mean, I say Bible. You say Bible. That is correct. Bethuel is from the Bible. Sounds like an elf. <laughs> Shelob. Oh, Lord of the Rings all day. Okay, ring in. <laughs> That's a spider. That is a giant spider. That is correct. Second largest spider in that world. Are there spiders in the Bible? There's dinosaurs, um, right? No, there's no dinosaurs in the Bible. Um, that's why strict, like... There are beasts, though. Christian, like, literal Christians that take the Bible literally, that's why they think that dinosaurs are a lie because they're not mentioned in the Bible. So they think that, like, scientists are lying about dinosaur bones to, you know, to discredit the Bible. Okay, but I mean, Philly, they lie about stuff all the time, like Philly cheesesteak sandwiches <laughs> aren't in the Bible, but they exist. That's true. I'm sure there's a... I'm sure a spider is referenced somewhere in the Bible, right? Spiders, they like spliced the with devils crafting his webs like a spider. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll we'll figure that out and get back hmm. to that next week. Salathiel. Salathiel. Lord of the Rings. No. Uh, Salathiel was the father of Zerubbabel, Chuck. Everybody knows that. Zerubbabel. Ra- Zerubbabel. Ra- Zerubbabel. <laughs> Rehoboam. <laughs> I was really thinking it was going to be like Ruth or Aragorn, like some easy stuff here. Rehoboam. Rehoboam? This is an easy one. Bible! That is correct. Rehoboam was one of the kings of Israel. Denethor. Lord of the Rings. That is correct. Denethor was a steward of Gondor. Gilgalad. Lord of the Rings. That is correct. Gilgalad was the last king of the Noldor. <laughs> Eliud. Eliud. Eliud to a kiss? Eliud. Um, Bible. Oh, sorry. Bible. Eliud was from the Bible. Eliakim. Eliakim. Bible. That is correct. Eliakim <laughs> is from the Bible. Also, one of the ones that I had on here was Nimrod, too. <laughs> oh, okay. So we'll, we'll give you an extra point for that. Bonus points for Chuck Thompson. Balin. Lord of the Rings. That is right. He was the Lord of Moria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made Heros. I'm not touching that bell. Made. I'm not touching the bell either. All right, let's touch it together. Made Heros. Made, one more time. Made Heros. Can we get Lord of the Rings? Origin. Uh, yeah. It's Elvish. Elvish. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please use it in a country book? of origin? Gondor. <laughs> <laughs> Midharos was one of the princes of the Noldor. Oh, no. I still so, don't know if that's Bible. There you go. 
<laughs> I think Chuck won Bible or Lord of the Rings. Yeah, very good. good. I wasn't expecting that. You know more about the Bible than I thought. You know less about Lord of the Rings than I thought. No, I think Shane knows more about Lord of the Rings than it's most people. Read. The Hobbit's really easy. The Hobbit's the, so easy, and then Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings is tough. You're like, what's going on here? Yeah. The Similarian's almost impossible. Mm. Oh, man. The Similarian's good if you get, like, the audiobook. You pop that on, and then you, go, you fall asleep listening to it. Yeah. Whoa. And it's just like, That's and then Melkor did this, and then Monwe did that, <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah, it's, it's, That's tough. it's a lot. Yeah. But What's I w- the one, like, walking through Dublin or something that's supposed to be pretty much completely incomprehensible? It's not a Lord of the Rings book. It's like uh, an Irish literature book that, like, no, it's, like, hard, so hard to understand. Um, I don't know what I'll you're referring to. Look that up to. Later. It's the same guy that did um, The Movable Feast. Yeah, it's like a James Joyce or something. And it's, it, like, so, so complicated. No, no A Movable Feast is Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald? Ah, yeah. More on that later. But um, I think I think you're right. I think it is Joyce. Yeah. Joyce was um, one of the famous uh, Irish authors. Mm. So We got, like, four and a half minutes left, Vincent Bodie. <sighs> Let's talk about... We can do a quick Sinise release. You want to do a Sinise release? Yes, and then can we talk about HBO? Horrible body odor? (laughs) (laughs) You, Chuck, you stank. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Hold on. Is it time for the Sinise release? Yeah, I don't have music for the Sinise release. I should have, like, a Gary Sinise quote or something on here. (laughs) But Gary Sinise's son, Mac, uh, has a rare form of bone cancer. So uh, we just want to keep him... We want to send him our thoughts and prayers. I don't want to play Wagner for that. I'm sorry. It's not what I was going for. <laughs> but also, Gary Sinise has said that his son, he's been playing music with his band, the Lieutenant Dan Jam Band, mm. and he said that that has helped helped his son a lot with his recovery and has even helped lift his lift his spirits. I love hearing that. That's, that's a, a great name for a band, too. Lieutenant Dan Jam Band? Yeah. yeah. yeah so we just want to give a shout-out to the Lieutenant Dan Jam Band. Mm-hmm. They are helping heal uh, body and mind yep. and spirit. And they drive around the country spending their, their message of love in their, in their Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan, Dan Jam, Jam Band van. Wow. That's correct. Also, Winged Beans. Oh, so, what is up with that? Where, Chuck, where did Christy get those winged beans from? Um, it's like... Filipino. What are winged beans? Well, okay, that's so, the question. So I, they're like, this is like eggplant. And I'm like, is, I don't. Every year I'm cra- on Maui, I discover new fruits or vegetables so, I've not known about my whole life. Yeah, so same. this is crazy. Like, this is the first time in a long time where I've had that experience where I've discovered something that I didn't even know existed, yes. and also it's really good. Mm-hmm. So a winged bean, it's shaped like a star fruit. Like you know how star, star fruit has that shape, yeah, but it's but, elongated. But it's long and green, mm-hmm. right? And it's a little bit skinnier than a star fruit, and because it's kind, it's kind of shaped like like, it's like that. Three D X, right? yeah. But it's like it's shaped like a star fruit, and then it even has like the texture of a of star, star fruit, fruit, but it's not sweet. It's mm-hmm. like a vegetable. So it has almost like not like a green pepper flavor, but um, maybe like a, a red pepper. You flavor. eat it cold, or are you cooking it? You you cook it, you chop it up, and then you saute it. And I couldn't believe how good it was. Did you eat the bean beans part of it? Because there's bean, you can like dry it and get the seeds out of it too. No. So what I did was I just took the whole thing and diced it up mm-hmm. and just threw it in a so wok. It looks like little starfish. Yeah, like little like little, one and a half inch coins. It looks starfish. like little like science project like amoebas like they look like little x's okay and you you just cook it up with uh that heirloom tomato that you gave me and yeah. some some onion i sauteed it all together it was unbelievable mm. huh. 
the texture of these wing beans are so good. And then I went everywhere trying to find the wing beans. Couldn't find them anywhere. Nope. It's because the science community doesn't want it to. It preserves I'm, life. I'm going to have to go to... I'm gonna have to go to Phil Mart in Kihei. Or like Rowena's Produce. You gotta or go Paradise to like, here at it. Yeah. Ooh. Paradise, my. Gotta go to those local spots. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, since I'm in town, that's the perfect opportunity for me. Maybe they'll have them at Costco. No. I don't think they'll have that at Costco. <sighs> they have eat mushrooms at Costco though, and those are so good. All right. Let's do before we get into Chuck stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. Let's do a quick spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, baby! If you're not new, watching HBO, who are you? What are you doing? New Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming out in oh, February. Snap. Speaking of HBO, also, did you guys see the season finale of no. Fargo season no. five? Yeah. Oh uh, no! Can't. All right, so good. So I won't spoil it for you, but let's just say season five. Oh. One of the best. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Which is brought out. to us by John Ham's pork products. If it's, it's not, not ham, it's not, it's not pork. pork. Fargo is like a, a murder mystery that takes place in cold area. Also, True Detective, the new season of True Detective, takes place in Alaska. So good. Also has like a little air of just a little bit of like metaphysical mm-hmm. weird spookiness to it. They're really yeah. leaning into what was the positive parts of one, which is that little like, ooh, is it science fiction almost? Is it spooky? And so the new episode of True Detective, the first episode, was really good. And it's great to see Jodie Foster back once again. Love Jodie Foster. All- Jodie Foster, of course, proud presenter of the show. Jodie Foster, one of our newest underwriters. And also, just like Fargo, it also deals with some indigenous people, which is also weird because I also just watched Killers of the Flower Moon this week. How would you like that? Which, it was it was long, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. Just and, like that bean I gave you. And Martin Scorsese has a cameo at the end. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Don't yeah, tell me it, it really is. Good. And I'm that also finish that book. Chuck, can you believe that white people would, like, treat Native Americans poorly Blown away. And could you imagine that white people would do bad things in the name of oil money? Blown away. Not in Oklahoma. (laughs) Not in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing ever bad has happened in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. We bombed the Browns on our own soil in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. (laughs) Well. Look it up, people. (laughs) What is this, critical race theory, Chuck? Shut your mouth. It's un-American. All right. You ready to play some Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Yes. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Today's episode of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo has been brought to us by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. When you need a quality backpack, backpack yell. <laughs> All right. So our first question comes from and Shane. You, you can feel free to help out with any of these as well. All right. Nothing's off the table. Rich and Haiku sent this one in. The Ross Ice Shelf. Is located where? The Ross Ice Shelf is located in Antarctica. That is correct. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Our second question comes from... There's also from... an island off, off of Antarctica. And it's called the Rothschild Island. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, and I think there's an yeah. ancient underground alien city there. And there's Be- a giant ice wall, too, yep. just like in Game of Thrones. Because the ice caps are melting there, and it has to be because there's an ancient underground city producing heat. Right. That's Everyone. where they keep Whoa. the UFOs. There's also Everyone. a giant hatch. Yep. That goes down to the center of the earth where all the Nazis are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andrew in Austin, Texas sent this one in. Matt Drudge. He found it. What website? What is the Drudge Report? That is correct. Very good. And the Drudge Report, if you recall, was the website that leaked all the Bill Clinton, like, Kent Star Report stuff mm-hmm. back in the 90s. Wow. That's how old it Crazy is. Crazy times. All right. And our third question comes from Dave in Kahului. Dave wants to know... Josh Allen, 
is the quarterback for what team? Josh, Josh Allen Josh is Allen. the quarterback. I love how Chuck always says it like very confidently. For the he, Raiders. He knows that there's a chance that he'll accidentally guess the right thing. So you got to be prepared. <laughs> so he always says it confidently so he can p- pretend that he knew, but he, d- he never knows. Uh, the Raiders? The Raiders is incorrect. I'm sorry. Are you sure? Can we double check that? Josh Allen. Do you know, Shane? I don't. It's a team that won their first playoff game. The Lions. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't watched a game this year. The Buffalo Bills. There's the Buffalo Bills. But you got two out of three. You know what our deceased friend Meatloaf always says? And that also means that that's the end of our show. But not the end of Biscuits and Gravy. We are just biscuit boys living in a biscuit world. And whether you're a gravy gal, a biscuit boy, or a biscuitier, thanks for supporting the Biscuits and Gravy show. Thanks for supporting free speech networks like KAKU 88.5. Stay tuned for some jammity jams from DJ Tony Two Tokes on the local show. What is the derivation of the word jam? Catch us next week. Same biscuit place, same gravy time. And from me to you, hello. <laughs> Shout out to you, Gary Sneeze. Thank you so much for being a part of the Sneeze Feliz, and everybody. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Catch him next week. Catch at him at Comedy All Around Island. And Fourth Friday. I'm doing Ooh, Fourth Friday. No way. Yeah. That's a family friendly show of Fourth yeah, Friday. 25 minutes family friendly. Whoa. <laughs> Cheat to the who, y'all. I want some greater. A little kisses while I'm waiting. Little kisses.